Good morning to you, sir. You happen to be Mr. Barney McKellogg, owner of this here ranch? That'll be me. What the fuck do you want? I'm U.S. Marshal Stag Wandy House, and over my shoulder here is my young colleague, Deputy Marshal Gary Pibb. Well, go on. Say your piece. Ain't got all fucking day. Well, sir, we believe the body of one Bosco Dolan may be somewhere on your property. Got me this warrant this morning to come and search your ranch. The hell you say? Fellers, I feel compelled to tell you that I'm your arch-typical modern rancher you see off those TV shows. I got me a shitty relationship with my own daughter, own a big pickup truck, I go to church from time to time, but I have a salty-as-fuck relationship with God and the local preacher man. I think he owes me a favor from a season or two back. And fuck me, I'm probably an alcoholic too. So you ain't getting on my land. Fuck you, and fuck your warrant. And seeing as we're in the good old U.S. of A, I'll throw in a Bible quote or some shit like that. John Deere, 6420. Fuck off my land. Mr. McKellogg, I too am a grizzled TV stereotype U.S. Marshal. Note that I'm slowly reaching for my firearm here, and we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Well, you may also note that I'm slowly reaching for my firearm, too. So I say the hard way. Mr. McGallog, I admire you for not mentioning your Second Amendment rights. Usually it happens around about now. But I don't want to spill your blood on your ranch. Christ knows, I spilled enough blood during the war. War, you see? I was in a war years back. Possibly a flashback and... Season 1. This makes me think you and I might be friends in a later episode. Go fishing or some shit like that. Ain't that a mighty fine idea, Mr. McKellogg. And now I come to realize that you're just a small rancher trying to make a living. So I'll let you off with a warning this time. Unfortunately, my colleague here is somewhat of a hothead. And he's about to say something fucking stupid. Go on, son. Something fucking stupid. I'll take mild offense to that and make reference to the size of his manhood or something. Hey, son. Yeah? You got a tiny pecker. Oh, horseshit. That about finish us today, Mr. Wendy House? I reckon so, Mr. McGallog. See you in a later episode. Tune in to Rancherton next week where we give a woman a small role where she's not a whore or something like that. Fucking diversity. That was three minutes of your life that you're never going to get back. And don't you feel better for it? Because now you know, TV tropes may be a mild annoyance, but possibly they're a necessary one that reminds us that everything is going to be okay eventually. Like soup when you're sick. A heavily togged duvet during winter, or your own bathroom after a music festival. Food for thought. Welcome back to the How to Be Annoyed podcast, everyone. It is, of course, me, your old friend, Captain Irritable. Sorry about last week. I wasn't here, but I did miss you. Maybe an explanation is required. I wrote something. The week. A wild symphony of bucking, moaning, shrieking and guffawing as I struggled to rein it to my will. Like grasping at a wet hen through oily hands, all seemed futile. 
Yet against all odds, a week later, here we stand, upon the small mound we call annoyance. Our fortress, our calm port in a deluge of fuckery. And dare I say, our familiar friend. As fast and loose as I like to be with the rules here, I still like to deliver this microwave fire of miffness on time. But time had other ideas, which leads me to time. The ultimate annoyance. It passes us all by. You're late. You're annoyed. You're being annoying by being late. You're early. It's annoying too because you're just sitting around waiting. It's boring. You're on time. The annoyance of everything that hinders you whilst you're trying to be on time. And then ultimately, as it ticks by, you get older, you get frailer, <laughs> you lose so many faculties, you lose people, you lose memories. Christ, they're huge ones. Hold on a sec, did I, did I just nail this? I can't have, that can't be like the biggest thing. I know we all have normal annoyances, but yeah, time. Hard to be annoyed at gmail.com. Is time the biggest annoyance? Hello, it's me, Morris Fuckfield, your local bank manager. Thinking of dying? Well, don't be a tardy Timmy or unreliable Eunice. Pay off those bank loans today. Little Johnny's doing his part. I've only a week to live. Chin up, Johnny. You won't need money where you're going. Goddamn banks have us everywhere. We have correspondence. Welcome to the world's hottest email club. Hi Captain Irritable, long time listener, first time mailer. Love the show. I've never had a letter read out in a podcast before, so I'm hoping as you are in the infancy of your show, scrounging for listeners and followers, you might be desperate enough to read this and bring a smidgen of entertainment to my otherwise mundane life. I don't know whether that's a backhanded compliment or just a tragic statement. Anyway, I wanted to commend you on your choice of annoyances so far and to share a list of the things that irritate me. So here it goes. People indicating when they're driving around a bend. Not sure I've seen that one myself, but... Please feel free to <laughs> elaborate. Crows tap dancing on my roof at 6am. I can imagine if you live in like a galvanised house or some type of metal box that might drive you crazy. But modern building methods? Jesus, are we not better than that nowadays? So many toast crumbs embedded in the damn butter. Ah, no comment. <laughs> People leaving stickers on the lenses of their sunglasses. This is one I have seen. Now, is this a fashion statement or just neglect? Which one is that? And then YouTube videos of full grown adults playing Minecraft. I'm not sure. I, I've never watched a YouTube video of anyone playing Minecraft, but I have watched like YouTube videos of people doing very mundane things and to be fair, I find it really relaxing. So I don't know where I sit on that one, but very good work on that email. Uh, that's from Jay. 
So thank you so much for the correspondence and I hope your life improves soon. Second email we have in for this episode. Hello, your podcast is not shit. That's a good start. I guess it is. Thanks for the compliment. Again, all about the backhanded compliments today. I recently called a friend to tell him I was downtown and was getting really annoyed. He asked why. I said there are people here. They were just there, walking and existing. Bugged the shit out of me. You know what? I I find myself in agreement with that one. Being someone that lives on the edges of a town, going into town, yeah, just the very existence of other people can tend to push you over the edge. Like it's always something random like slow walkers or people who stand in doorways of shops and have conversations. Get the fuck out of the way. You know, have some spatial awareness. Had one the other day buying bread where a lady walked up behind me and almost rolled my fucking back trying to get to the bread beside me. I did turn around and ask her if I could have some personal space and by the look on her face you would swear I smashed one of her favourite ornamental plates that I assume she has on an old dresser in her shitty kitchen, you dusty old cow. Email goes on to say, Irish terrestrial TV's attempt to create original drama series is unnecessary and very annoying. We're not good at it. In an age of Netflix, Amazon, Disney, we've far too many options there for a country as small as ours. There have been a couple of standouts, but I'm not going to name them because, you know what, I'll just get fucking murdered in the emails over it because <laughs> it's such a bone of contention. But we have a public broadcaster that's trying to wring every fucking penny out of us for utter crap. That's all you can say. Welcome to Ireland's hottest new TV show, Operation Cremation. We'll investigate the cost of a standard Irish funeral versus dumping a loved one's carcass in a skip and setting them on fire. Later, we'll investigate does Wexford have the country's loveliest corpses? That's your license fee hard at work there, folks. Actually, fuck that. No, I've just... That's a better idea than RTE's provided us any time lately. Like, Operation Cremation. It makes sense. Here's some more. How buoyant is your spouse? Priests on smack. Beards and Semtex with Jerry Adams. How we friendzoned England. Probably also with Jerry Adams. Come swine with me. Possibly a, a show about joining the Irish police force. Meal or no meal? A damning indictment of the Irish homeless situation. The Fight Angelus. Six o'clock every day, the entire country kicks the shit out of whoever's annoying them. Only for a minute, mind you, then you have to go back to stifling your rage and letting it slowly kill you. So there you have it, folks. If you're not paying your TV license, how about gathering up that money and sending it my way? Or if you are a member of RTE, how about employing me and giving me some of that lovely money you're all so fucking cavalier with? I also recognise that people listening to this podcast outside of Ireland or who aren't Irish mightn't know what the fuck's going on. And I direct that comment to the two listeners in Russia and the one in Belgium that I've noticed. So this is dedicated to you 
Also, get back to me on the email. Where are you from? Are you from Ireland? Are you from Russia? From Belgium? If you are, why the fuck are you here? <laughs> that email address again is howtobeannoyed at gmail.com. All correspondence greatly received. Please ensure to like, share and rate the podcast wherever you're listening to it. And we're going to leave it here for this week. Don't die of a heart attack and don't be such a big bastard. See you again next week. Love you.